Eno Shay, um, LNJ, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Um, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping 8 1 trade. Um, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea, No Shade. What we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip sesh. Pull up a what? Pull up a seat. A seat? A pull up a seat. <laughs> a seat. A seat. And let's start this sesh. That's right. Let's see how you do me first thing. Can mm, I even get how, through the intro? That's Good how we God. do. We're not throwing any shade. Good I just golly, want, Miss Demolish. I just want to make sure I understood you correctly. Y'all, sippers, I am back in Orlando this, for this episode. Yes, Can I do love it? when he comes through. I don't know why. Girl, I don't you know. know why. I mean, you do know why. You see how much gas you just spent? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does add up. It is quite quite the drive past Orlando. Orlando is like downtown Orlando is like driving on an off road trek through history of Florida and a Hummer. Like you need a Hummer to get through. Like it is so dangerous. It is legit. It's 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 constant construction and I don't understand because it's gotten better over the years. I can but see where they're going. Marginally. It's like, I don't understand why everything is at snail pace. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the same parts that they've been working on for the last 10 years. I'm just like, I'm over it. At this it point. is definitely bad. And you you have got to pay attention. Oh, you can you know, easily yeah. run off the road, run yeah. into a... It's dangerous. Especially like when dangerous. you're getting downtown, like in the... Um, late low eighties, early seventies. Yeah, that's where the construction is the worst. Yeah, you cannot be on your phone. You cannot be doing anything because you will lose your life. It is like that bad. It is, and most people don't realize it. Or I think Orlando people do, but people who are coming out of um from out from Orlando don't. But those the speeding limits there are way reduced are they so a lot of people especially if you're used to tampa like tampa yeah. everything's 70 essentially yeah Someplace. it's like 70 all the way up into once you pass uh the disney exit yeah. and then it kind of slows then it down drops, it yeah. drops down as low as to 55 yeah in certain parts the parts especially that we're talking about yeah are actually 55 and so they've been doing some speed traps over there too catching people i can believe it because it is it is it is very interesting. But anyway, how was your week? How has your week been? How has your week been? How has your week been? Yeah, how, that's a new intro? Yep. I like it. I like <laughs> it. How's your week been? My week's been okay. Um, it has been, it's been interesting. Just okay? Yeah, it's been good. I've had a, a bad headache that keeps coming back up. Mm. So I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm trying to say that it is due to dehydration because I have not been drinking as much liquid period you know I, I i pulled back on the wine <laughs> that's probably why you got a headache um and the uh and and i just stopped drinking because of it like just drinking mm. all together like you know i was drinking i was I, was, I think i was drinking a little bit too much i was drinking like i would go through a bottle of wine or two in a week you know like, that's really not that bad though because you can actually go through not you in general but people in general can go through a bottle of wine in one sitting it's, yeah. it's only like what four five cups in a bottle of wine? It's not. It's not a lot. Yeah. But, you know, you drink I, drink, I would drink one or two cups every I night. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, when I got home from work. And then I was just like, hey, that's probably why I'm gaining weight or why I'm not um, maintaining my weight at the my normal 
amount. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, and it's just not healthy. So I was like, I need to reduce that amount of sugar and just also chill. And so um, I stopped doing that, but I realized I didn't really substitute it with anything else. Mm. And so because I'm not drinking wine, I feel like my body went on a strike and I just refused to drink anything. It could be possibly. It could be possible. But the headaches might be coming from that, though, from the, re- the withdrawal from the, the sugar, from the sugar, yeah, that's very and everything. True. And so um, I don't drink wine hardly at all anymore, but I will sip every day on some whiskey or something. And so I probably need to do a detox from from that as well, because alcohol will keep the weight on you for sure. It will. And literally, so I did it and then I dropped 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't, like, I've been working out. Obviously, you guys know I started dancing again, um, which we'll do it too. But um, other than that, like, I really haven't changed my eating habits with the exception of the wine. So I've been working out twice a week uh, or three times a week, actually. Mm. Um, And then just taking the wine out. And not all together because I'm still sipping during the weekend, but just during the week. And I lost 10 pounds, so. Well, I need to lose 10 pounds myself. So maybe <laughs> I need to stop drinking. I've actually weaned myself off of soda, um, which is good. Um, I still do like a Red Bull here and there, but ideally, I keep telling myself, I need to just not drink for like, at least for a few weeks. But it's so hard because the weekend comes, you've been cooped up in the house. See, I don't, see I don't stop myself on the weekend, so I still drink on the weekends, my yeah. normal amount. So don't OD now because you're not doing it during the week. Yeah. But just drink your normal amount. It's the it's the it's the week. That's the struggle. That's that is what I think adds to it because it's yeah. just like every day. Plus, it's easier to just have one more cup. Like I go home and I'll do like I'll be looking at my finances or yeah. whatever. And, I'll just, you know, one more cup. <laughs> one more glass of the Chardonnay. And be gone, <laughs> sis. Okay, how's your week been? Yo, I think 2020 is trying to take me out. No, I think bro. 2020, so you know, I obviously know a few months ago, I had back the freak back bike accident yeah. where I almost died and crashed and burned. Y'all, he made this bike accident seem so much less than it was. It was huge. It was major. Yeah, my, mom, saw, cursed, my mom cursed me out like last week because she just found out about it. Oh so. my God. If you saw the scars and you see like. I'm still healing. It's crazy. It's way bigger than you make it seem to be. So check it. You literally almost lost your life, motherfucker. I, I did. I did. So Tuesday. So scary. Tuesday of this this week, I went out to uh, Sand Key Beach, which is across from Clearwater Beach, to get some TikTok videos to to create some videos for the platform, right? Right. I'm out there my, with my phone and my tripod by these rocks and these along the water, and my phone falls off the tripod so and into the crevice. <gasps> this crevice is probably like six feet down, maybe five feet down. Oh, my God. That's like the worst case scenario. Right? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's, I'm going to get my phone. This is my, this is my Note 10. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I got to get my phone. And yeah. so I try to see if I can get down in this into squeeze this crevice. <laughs> I try to squeeze in. I'm holding myself up. And I hold myself up. And I realize I'm just too thick to get down in there. But in the process, I started getting bit by fire ants. <gasps> And so I get up, nothing to it. I'm thinking I've been bit by fire ants before. No big, no big deal. They just hurt like a bitch. No. So so anyway, I got up, went and found. I said I gotta find somebody who's skinny. So I found a guy who was skinny. He comes over. He, he finds a way to get into that side the crevice. And he gets my phone. God bless this man. Five minutes later, I start feeling lightheaded. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I'm, show, I'm, I'm I'm about to show you my marks. Okay. But I got bit. By so many fire ants, I end up having a severe allergic reaction. And, 
I, galactic shock. Yes. And I could not make it back to the to the, to the table to or well, to the shade. So I got to get to the shade. I'm trying to get to the shade, and I cannot make it. I said, "Oh man, I'm in trouble." I literally had to call nine one one. Oh my god! Nine one one. They come out. They trying to meet, find me where I'm at. I'm on the phone with the operator. I literally passed out. Oh my god! On the phone. I didn't even realize I passed out. I heard the guy calling my name, Jared, Jared, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm still here." So they find me. It is. It was so bad. Like they they had put me. They had to give me an epipen. Take me to the hospital, put me on oxygen for like five hours. Oh my god. Steroids, Benadryl. It was bad. It was so bad that my body actually let go of all its liquids and everything. Oh, like, you screeded. I shitted myself. <laughs> you, I, I, yes. I, gave, I gave you the out. I said yes. screeted. I yes, gave you it the was out. bad. And so you can't really see it now. <gasps> but because oh it's better. Oh my god, look how many. But it, it went all the way up to my arm and my back. So it, it doesn't look that bad now. But it looks terrible. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it's all. But it was so look many. Look how um, many. Luckily, this is where the IV went. They put the IV in me and yeah. everything. But yeah, and so I was like, man, 2020 is a hell of a year. 2020 don't want you outside. Says, I was like, Keep for your real, inside, right? Sir. I'm like, so my way, my whole way, ride up here. I'm like, look, where the final destination shit at? Because <laughs> <laughs> some clearly 2020 tried to take me out. I'm not riding behind no trucks. But nothing in the back, but yes, that was been my that's been my week, and that was that was on Tuesday. So I ended up being in the hospital for five hours on Tuesday. Did you call your mama when it happened? No, I called my sister. I had to come pick me up because my car was still at the beach. Oh, true. And so she came and she was freaking out because I'm in you know hospital gown and everything. What is and wrong with you? Why is your mama not the first? Your mama about to beat your ass. I called after after my sister picked me up. I mean, because I didn't want to call anyone while I was in the hospital. I'm on, I, once I was in the hospital, I knew I was okay. Yeah. Right. It was just a matter of just recovering, getting oxygen in me, getting. Cause I, oh, I, not only did I have a severe allergic reaction, but I also had heat exhaustion. Oh yeah, because you were passed out in, in, yeah, in the middle of the crazy. heat. It was crazy. So anyway, Wait, I, what's your expectation for your mother when she gets sick? If she's in the hospital, what is your expectation for her to call you? Um, you know, definitely call me pretty immediately. Well, you can't sure. have that expectation from her and then not do it for you. But I'm not an overreactor. My but mom is over not, overreact. That's not the same. If your expectation is that if she immediately she goes to the hospital, she needs to let you know, and that needs to be the same yes. for you. I, the reason why I said it is because my mom had had to break it down to me that way too. Because yeah. I went to the hospital once and I was sick. I don't even. I was like food poison or something. Mm. And my mom was like, wait, you call me after you left the hospital? So she's <laughs> yeah. like, the next time I go to the hospital, I'm going to make sure to call you after yeah. I leave, too. I, I like, get it. I get it. Absolutely not. I, I you get know? it. Yeah, I get it. She I get loves it. you. You love her. Of course. So you know what that feeling's like. Of course. I, I, For me, I was just thinking, like, you know what? Let me just, once I knew I was good, I, really, That's I couldn't. That's time to call her. I couldn't like, call. I'm good. But, like, I literally I couldn't call in the ambulance. I was so oh, yeah. far gone. Yeah. Like, I was so you far were gone. Screwed. And once I was in the... You need in, a buddy, friend. You need to be doing these things with look, a buddy. Look, man, I wasn't even doing... It's crazy. It's, mm, look, Florida, listen, sippers. <laughs> Fire ants is real out it here. Is, especially if you get bit by a hundred of them. hundred of them. hundred of them. So. Like, oh, my God. That's You're been, about to get tagged up. That's, that's been my week. But anyway. Jesus. It is what it is. Let's get 2020 over with. Okay. They trying to take <laughs> you out for real. Yes, they are. Like, literally, how long ago was it? Your bike accident wasn't that long ago. Um, that was like uh, like two months ago. Yeah. Barely two months ago. All right, guys. Let's get, Um, do you have a listener shout yeah, out? Yeah, let's Mr. do a Jay? listener shout out. A listener shout out goes out to really two things. So, 
I want to shout out uh, Rose Child from the SoundCloud SoundCloud platform. Rose Child was our top listener on the SoundCloud platform for the last seven days. So, Sipper, there are multiple ways for you to actually listen to us and interact with us. SoundCloud is just one platform you can do that. And she just so happened to be our top listener for the last seven days. And also, I want to shout out the top city for the last seven days on the SoundCloud platform. And that goes out to Columbus, Ohio. So I don't know who is in Columbus, Ohio, who is listening to Love all T No Shade, but we appreciate that. Um, it's dope to just see our growth. And so L doesn't know this. I was going to tell L. So I wanted to see what countries were listening to us in October. Yeah. So here's just a few of the countries that all T No Shade was downloaded um, in October. So Canada. Okay. South Africa. Hey. Thailand. Wakanda. <laughs> Thailand. Wakanda, France. Right. Pakistan. What? Australia. And New Zealand. It's insane. Isn't that wild? It's, it's wild. Like when we first started All Tino Shade, I think it's safe to say that we really didn't know what to expect. At all. <laughs> but, you know, we had a huge focus just on the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, we focused you know? primarily in Florida. And so it's yes. crazy now that to we're To see, like, like we're the expanse. Expansion. So we got to take it off. We got to take it to the next level. But yes. we're also looking for some sponsors. So if you'd love to be a sponsor on Tino Shade, you really need to just reach out to us so we can get you, if you're a business owner, you have a product of some sort that you want to uh, get in front of people, you need to reach out to us. Yeah, we've definitely been growing in our listeners, um, our listenership. So for every episode, we kind of have a guesstimate. And our guesstimates are actually low because all of the places that we track mm. don't actually indicate how many people have pulled it. But I was like looking at some of our um, recent, you know, episodes and we were like tracking like 600 listens and we have quite a few listens yeah, quite so a few listens and so there are multiple ways for you to be shouted episode, out so. on all tino shade l what are some of the ways they can get shouted out on all tino shade you can find us on instagram at all tino shade podcast you can find us on facebook at all tino shade podcast and friends which is a group or all tino shade you can always hit us up on email at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. All right. That sounds good. All right, guys. Let's get into who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? Who am I? All right. Since it's just the two of us, it's more of a convo, but you still have to guess. I'm about to say, I still want to <laughs> guess in this motherfucker. All right, guys. So in the caucasity or the audacity, <laughs> this, and you can name the Anybody who you can who who's a tied to who's tied to this. Okay. Um, there was a shooting of an EMT, and um, one of the officers actually got shot by the boyfriend. That officer is now suing the boyfriend for, I believe, reckless endangerment or something to that effect. So he's civilly suing the boyfriend for mm. shooting him, even though the officer entered in the premise with a no-knock warrant. Didn't notify them that there was a police officer so the Breonna Taylor got boyfriend mm -hmm. is being sued by the by who? by the cop by one of the cops who shot if that, Taylor. if that ain't some bullshit in the caucasity <laughs> you mean tell me you gonna bust into someone's house and because he shot you you trying to go you gonna sue him and for yes. what? it's not so, like he got money did he? I guess he got a, he got a settlement. Did he get a settlement of some sort? I think he did get a settlement from the mm. um, 
the state. So John Madding, Maddingly, who murdered Breonna Taylor in her sleep, murdered, is now suing her boyfriend Kenneth Walker for emotional distress, assault, mm. and battery. It's not enough for white supremacists to get away with killing us. They have to now rub it in and try to profit from it. How can they even get away with that, though? I like, don't, I don't know. understand how that's even possible. It's a frivolous lawsuit, my, the way mm. I look at it. Um, Kentucky does have a stand your, down, a stand your ground law. They yeah. do have a, the castle doctrine, which allows you to use deadly force to um, defend yourself in your own home. And in this case, you know, if you're coming in, you might be cops, but if you're coming in with a no-knock warrant, you're yeah. not notifying them that you're cops, you're coming in and you're shooting. It, the, the, the natural reaction to for 99.9% of the people is to shoot back. They think they're being robbed or being assaulted. And not only that, it's part of your job description. Absolutely. Like, you are getting paid to do what they told you to do. You are on the clock. You're on the clock. You can sue anyone. You should be suing uh, the, state. The, the state. Yeah, you should be suing the state for them making you do a no-knock warrant, but you should not be suing the boyfriend. That's why you can mm. tell it's just them being vindictive and yeah. ugly and gross because yeah. he's actually suing the wrong person. Um, Kenneth Walker was, you know, did have, I think, charges put up against him but they were dropped shortly after because mm. you can sustain that and so i don't think civilly yeah. that they'll be able to sustain it either so this is definitely a frivolous lawsuit and i hope that kenneth walker gets not only his justice but i hope he gets I hope um, he counter sues can he counter sue does, does it work like that i don't really know yeah he, he can do a counterclaim or a counter petition but honestly this needs to be just the, dropped yeah it for needs sure to be dismissed altogether and then kenneth walker's attorney fees need to be paid by john mattingly Facts. So crazy sauce. I could believe I, I didn't, that. I, I didn't know that. I, I could not believe. I've kind of tuned out news, which will go into our main sip for this week. But all right. So this light skin rapper <laughs> who has been known to get around. That's get how we around, starting get it. Down, get, get out. Get out. Light skin rapper. Yeah, he gets around. Mm. Him and his new comedian Boo apparently. Oh gosh, I know this is. Con, my, my twin they just say common common yes i heard so, they unfollowed each other or something yes, like that yes him and tiffany haddish were that was short-lived a couple uh during these quarantine streets they were corn bays and recently they have uh both unfollowed each other on instagram i love that this is how does that, but does that mean that people are not longing together because of unfollows yes that's pretty much what that means really because at no point in your relationship are you unfollowing your man and they're unfollowing you just to, like why what would that ever happen either you don't follow each other period like you never follow each other yeah but you're definitely not unfollowing each other when you're in a happy relationship with each other i just wonder like like just because like i'm not on twitter i'm not really a, a big twitter pe person but i don't imagine common and tiffany being so super uh active on twitter that that's the only means of interaction so maybe that's what maybe that's their well, way of saying on, on Instagram. It wasn't. Oh, it was Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucks, though, that that's the way that like we determine how much you like someone. But I guess out of sight, out of mind. But they're both celebrities. It's not like you're not going to see Common face ever again. It's not like you're not going to see Tiffany Haddish face ever again you know so yes. and so the funny thing about it is tiffany haddish just recently wrote um a a response to one of her fans um and 
she wrote it was a message to most of her exes and she wrote this is for most of my exes bits and pieces are for different ones mm. I am so sick of my ex fuck boys and yes you still a fuck boy even if we was in a relationship cause you still was trying to fuck when it was all over boy mm. stop reaching out to me to try to be my friend I don't wanna be your friend and they think that's directed at Common? They don't, we, they're not saying one or the other, but that uh, was in response to one of her fans like saying, hey, I don't really, you know, I haven't really seen you out with Common. And then she randomly put posted that. this. Yeah, so. There's been rumors for a long time that Common really got issues. I see them so. together. Like, I didn't really see them together. Well, how could you during the pandemic? They couldn't really do events. personalities. Yeah. I just didn't really like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish. It's so funny because she recently, um, she took over for the Ellen show. Or not took over, but she was starring or hosting, guest hosting for Ellen while Ellen's been gone in the Ellen show. And they actually had Marlon Wayans on there. And Marlon Wayans was like, her, she was talking to him. She was like, I have like tried out for so many of your movies and your programs. You actually had a, a, a role called the Tiffany Haddish type. Mm. She's like, how did I try out for the Tiffany Haddish type and didn't make it? I am Tiffany Haddish. Oh, wow. And um, Marlon's response was, I think you're hilarious. I think you're so funny. I think my whole family thinks you're funny. Mm -hmm. But mm. you don't know how to... Um, you don't know how to read the room. You don't mm. know how to reel it in, essentially. Mm. It was like... You know, it would be a love scene mm. and where, you know, in, we needed romance and mm. you're farting on his lap. Mm. And she was like, you just didn't, you don't know how to pull back. You didn't know mm. how to assess the situation. You were all in all the time. But, yeah. you know, that's not appropriate necessarily when you're trying to do comedy. There still needs to be moments of romance. And yeah. And, you know. I think, uh, I think it's, we often forget that celebrities are human too. And they also have issues and insecurities that yeah. they have to deal with. It's unfortunate because they are in the limelight. But I was just reading it. It says as an update, he actually followed her back. Oh. And that, nice. um, so they don't know what's going on. But I'm not big on celebrity news like that. But I like Common, though. I'm a big fan of Common. I do. Um, I really wish him and Lisa, was it not Lisa Ray? What was the, um, one, the, um, the, the news person that he was dating at one point? Yes. I think they were the best. I thought they were really good together. But apparently she wanted something. That he wasn't ready for and she decided to walk away which, which she should do yeah all right so this <laughs> this was also tied to common um but she's also tied to other rappers as well mm -hmm. um she alleged that they sexually assaulted her or put her in awful situations and it was not just common it was some other people as well if you can name those people or the lady, then you are good to go. Uh, She's been around. She's um. Hmm, been around. She's a rapper. She does more like underground things. She's not a. Is she a popular rapper? Yes, and if you're in the know, you're in music enough that I feel like you would know her. Um. Younger rapper or older rapper? Like my age? Our age, yeah. Um, maybe... Who's in a group with most stuff? Brandy? Oh, she's a singer, though. 
What group uh, is um, Quest part of? Well, the Roots. Okay. So, so Jill Scott? <laughs> no, um, Jaguar Wright. Oh, I know her name, but yeah, she wasn't as big. I thought she was a singer. She was a rapper? Yeah. Oh. I think she did a little bit of both. Mm. But um, so she's come out and said, Common to Live Quality and members of the Roots have all kind of been offensive to her. Mm. Uh, well, or they tried forcing her to perform oral sex or something that anything. So she goes, I lay down with my clothes on. I'm a rape survivor. I know how to buy myself a little time. The next thing I know, I'm waking up in the morning and I feel something poking in my face. And shit, she said, I open my mouth and this nigga tried to stick his dick in my mouth while I'm asleep. Mm. Lonnie fucking Lynn, Rashid, Common, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I do remember something about that. That's why I stopped fucking with him because, nigga, if you're going to try to stick your dick in my mouth while I'm asleep, there ain't nothing you wouldn't do. Mm. And his response, he, so he finally responded back to her and he said, let me say this. God bless Jaguar. I really don't have any nev- negative thoughts towards her. I was for surely I was for sure disappointed and hurt when she said what she said about me because it wasn't true. And I know people that have experienced sexual assault and that's not anything to say if it's not true. Mm. But I also just understand that she may be going through going through some things I don't understand. So in all truth, I want I went through different emotions. I was like, oh man, why is she saying that? This is not true. How this is gonna affect me. Eventually I got to the space where I'm saying, man. I'm sending her positive thoughts and prayers because obviously the things that she's saying, it, she's saying just isn't true and she must not be in a great space right now. Yeah, it's hard to uh, know who to believe in situations like that because it's, it's always, they say it's two sides of the story and somewhere in the middle it's the truth. Right. Um, and you never want to discredit a woman who has saying this happened to her. Yeah. Right, because may, maybe it did happen to her. Mm-hmm. But it's also maybe it didn't happen to her. And yeah. so you just never know. And so. And I think it's like a little bit of a gray area if you're like knocked out in his home, necessarily in his bed. In his bed. I'm sure there was some. Um, I'm not going to go that part. I yeah. don't know what it was yeah. or what, what, what everything that was surrounding that and only they do. But, you know, it's one of those like gray areas where. He tried something. It didn't. She he, he she stopped it, or he, mm-hmm. she stopped him, and it stopped there. And so, yeah. So I think it's a hard to call that sexual assault to me. I would yeah. think that would be maybe him being inappropriate, yeah. but not necessarily assault because it was the just the situation, the standards that it was in, um, the circumstances that it was in, and then when she indicated that she wasn't about it, yeah. he stopped. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's hard because. In dating, as we know, I mean, we say, like, you need to ask for permission and you mm. need to ask for consent. But in reality, you just kind of go. and With then the flow. Yeah, yeah. And until someone says stop, no yeah. or stop, you figure things are working out pretty much okay. So it's a difficult place to be in, for sure. It's a difficult place to be in and difficult for um, a position for men to be in because, you know, there's a thing going around now saying that um, a lot of women have in the past um, only had sex with a man because they felt pressured to have sex with a man. And like in doing the course, they had decided to stop and say stop and the man stopped. But by that point, they felt like they were raped. It's like, well... In that case, I don't think that's rape. I think that you were complicit and you allowed it. And then when mm-hmm. you decided that you didn't want this anymore and you wanted to speak up for yourself, he stopped. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fair necessarily to like expect men to read your mind it's definitely not fair at all 
All right, so in this one, in, in crazy news, this convicted rapper and um, former regular user of homophobic language actually wants to beat the hell out of another hateful rhetoric rapper who actually had something to say about Dwayne Wade's daughter. Little boozy. Or, yeah, or son, as like I like to say, Zaya Wade. Um, Who said something though? It was Mike Tyson didn't say anything. Mike Tyson. I watched. Did, I watched the whole video. I watched the whole hot box. I'm a I'm a huge fan of hot boxing. But what are they saying? Mike Tyson said because Mike Tyson was checking Boozy. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, he said specifically, "Why do you say things about people who might be a might be homosexual? Why do you say that about them?" Tyson asked in this video. Do you feel there's a possibility that you're homosexual and by disrespecting them, it furthers yourself from being a homosexual? I'm thinking you might be a homosexual. And apparently, so they find out later on that it was actually um, Mike Tyson's daughter was like, he goes, um, Mike's daughter was the one who was like kind of telling Mike, like, this is not right what Boozy's saying and doing and Mm. that kind of got Mike Thinking revved up. It. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I mean? If you've never watched Hot Boxing, you have got to watch Is Hot it Boxing. Funny? It's really good. But it's good in the sense that you can tell that Mike Tyson has had a spiritual awakening mm-hmm. about life and about things that he wants to pass along to people. Because Mike Tyson, we all think Mike Tyson is this dumb dumb man right you know, sometimes the way you talk yes it, it, it people assume the way you speak is also how you think exactly and, and it's not true he is making millions of on, on this on his uh marijuana business but he's super intelligent he was checking boozy and asking boozy all kinds of questions he has some really good gems in there it's a little crazy but mike Tyson don't he say whatever he wants so definitely check out hot boxing with mike tyson if you never watch it it's actually a really good podcast all right, last one. I got them all right. Well, I don't really, get, I don't really count the Jaguar one because I don't really know her. Right. Okay, so this rapper is in the divorce from all hell. It's a $1 billion empire that him and his wife are trying to split from. Dr. Dre? Yes. Yeah. And the wife has recently subpoenaed three of his jump-offs during the marriage. Oh, wow. To testify in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so one being singer Jillian Spear, video model turned skincare entrepreneur Kelly Anderson, and Crystal Rogers, who self-identifies as the queen of Latin hip-hop. Mm. I don't know who any of them are. I just don't know how that would matter in the divorce settlement if she truly did sign a, um, what do they call it? A uh, no. Sometimes prenuptial prenups. agreements have provisions that if you some do, of them do if you cheat. Yeah. You all of a sudden the terms change a little bit. I'm and we. I'm pretty sure Dr. Drake cheated over all those years. A hundred percent. You know. Yes. Well, but it also kind of explains why she's so. Like doing the most during this divorce, she's kind of doing the really the most though, right? But, but, but it makes sense if she's if he's been like somebody who's been cheating on her regularly and she's yeah. forgiving him. Like she's not doing it because she wants money. She's doing it because she's pissed and she feels like she deserves. She's it. been disrespected yeah. and that she's you know dealt with. So it makes a little bit more sense about. But why not just divorce sooner? It's a question. 
But I guess because you have kids involved, you kind of wait. Who kids knows? Kids trying. I'm sure Dr. Dre hit her with the, you know, baby, baby, baby. Come I, back. I think at this point, uh, she keep her. she's probably going to end up getting probably more than what Dr. Dre wants to give her. Yeah. But that's just to be expected. I don't know. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day. So I got them all right, though. You did. Good job. Damn. I'm Except the man. Jaguar. You didn't really get Jaguar. Well, yeah, I didn't really get him. I, I didn't get Jack White. Time it is. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? She better, y'all. She better. Do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get, get your, your cup, cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it. Time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Yes. 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 Y'all. All right, guys, today we are talking about a topic that I think we can all relate to in some degree, in some perspective, and that is social media or just media addiction. Yeah, this is going to be, I think it's going to be a good topic, actually, because we never, we've never touched base on this topic. Um, most people wouldn't admit or won't admit that they, that they're addicted to social media or media in general. And in fact, most people are really addicted, really aren't addicted to it, but they have a weird relationship with it. Uh, psychologists estimate that as many as five to ten percent of Americans meet the criteria for social media addiction. So it's not a very big number, but I think more people are attached to it than they realize. It's like to me, it's bizarre because if you've never done this, this will tell you how addicted you are to social media. Go into your phone, delete all of your social media apps. Go onto your computer, delete all of your social. If you, I have a, a, a Microsoft, uh, mm. Samsung, mm -hmm. so we have apps on our computers too. Delete all your social media apps. Don't go on any social media websites, and just see how long you feel comfortable doing that. A yeah. normal human being, somebody who's not socially addicted to social, who's not addicted to social media. Period. They could go literally weeks. I know people who go weeks. Yeah. It never even occurs to them. However, if you're like me, I deleted off my phone and literally 30 minutes later, I'm looking for the icon. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn, I forgot. Yeah. And that's the part that kills me. It's like, I'll, I'll delete Facebook or Instagram, you know, every once in a while just to give myself a, a, a little break. Detox, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 the going to your icon when you don't even register. Like yeah. I will be looking, I'll, I'll be at my apps and be like, what am I trying to find? And realize I'm trying mm -hmm. to go on Facebook or Instagram, but I haven't like in my brain, haven't determined that I was going there. My yeah. body just automatically, automatically did, did it. it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's an addiction. Yeah, I have a, personally, I have a hard time using the word addiction for myself, but I would, you're I naked. would say I would say that I'm probably You're on social media more than anyone. Probably I'm actually well, part not. Part of it is because so that's the problem with social media is a lot of our businesses are getting tied up into it so it becomes I mean it has to be tied to it in order to build. Right. At so this it's point. a part of a business, it's part of your business module but doesn't stop the fact that you can be addicted. So they said social media addiction is a behavioral addiction that is characterized as being overly concerned about social media driven by un uncontrollable urge to log on to your use log on or to use social media and devoting so much time and effort to social media that impairs other important life areas so i don't think 
that social my social media usage impairs like my mm. life decisions and uh making me depressed and stuff like that because addictions right. that's what addictions tend to do but i think it's more subtle than that i think people are looking for the red herring or they're looking for the big like oh you missed work because you're on social media that's not realistic right no 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 but what it is realistic is um you know you instead of you have a a, a to-do list a mile long mm-hmm. and you're on social media distracted for an hour, yeah right that is impairing your life um or you know you needing to decompress and your only form of decompression is to go and read other people's business yeah that is a form of addiction if you can't live your life without it it's a problem that's addiction i um i actually have made great strides i've made a point to like i i'm really not active anymore on twitter i'm not actor active on instagram anymore i'm not active on snapchat I basically have weeded myself down to two primary apps, and that is TikTok mm. and Facebook. And I've even cut back on Facebook. Right. Most of the stuff I po- post on Facebook are my videos from my TikTok. Right. Um, and I think for me, I just felt so much more. I feel like I need the need, I feel the need to disconnect from everything, not just social media. Um, I did a, vid- a video last night just saying, you know what, I just. I struggle with the balance of grinding to achieve what you need to achieve mm-hmm. and wanting to be away from all of Every, life, I'm, everything. That is my you struggle know? nonstop. It's the yeah. balance. Because it's like, yeah. to really be it, to be popping, to be lit, you got to be in the mix, right? Yeah. It's just like, that's just the world of 2020, right? But for me, to be like um, healthy, mentally and emotionally and my well-being means i'm not in the mix <laughs> right? yeah yeah so those two things are kind of going against each other you know like social media no matter how we know that imaging we know that things like that actually impact you right so we think that our social media doesn't impact us but it does the more it images does. you see every time you see a new image it definitely changes the way you focus, the way you look at things, it changes your perspective. That's why people believe in, you know, traveling is because mm-hmm. the more you are exposed to something is the uh, more, is the broader your cultural horizon. Oh yeah, are, for sure, right? for sure. But it can go into the negative too. So social media, it's like everything, lo- everyone looks like the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, you everyone's know, talking about the same everyone's thing. Everyone's talking about the same thing. There's a very toxic culture and the echo chamber that happens in social media that, you know, cannot be denied. And so it's really easy to think that those start start taking on some of those ideas or ideologies or even concepts of beauty like unknown to you unconsciously. Yeah. Um, so social media platforms such as Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram produce the same neural circuitry that is caused by gambling and recreational drugs to keep consumers using their products as much as possible. So studies have shown that the constant stream of retweets, likes, and shares from these sites have affected the brain's reward area to trigger the same kind of chemical reaction as other drugs such as cocaine. In fact, neuroscientists have compared social media interaction to a syringe of dopamine being injected straight into the system. So which app do you think you use the most and what do you like most about that app 
And do you ever tell yourself you need a break from that app? So what's your, what's your most favorite app? My most favorite has to be Facebook because I talk shit. <laughs> do you be talking shit? Do oh you be, where do you be talking? What do you be talking shit so on in groups? Cause I don't, see, uh, I don't see you talking to them. I much. talk shit in groups because I don't want it on my personal uh, page. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I talk shit on my personal page too, low key. Um, but mostly I talk politics on my personal page because I'm mm. trying to run these bitches. But <laughs> <laughs> but I talk major shit in these groups, yeah. so I I don't know what's wrong with me. But I think I just think it's funny. But um, so Facebook is definitely major for me. But that's also because the dancing community's Facebook is yeah. how you find out about events, you find out about you know. It's probably the one thing you have most of your of friends stuff. on too, right? Yes. And yeah. So for for just in the in Florida in this area. For the dancing, everything is on Facebook. You, it's not the same on Instagram mm. or TikTok or yeah. Snapchat. Everything, all the events, all the socials, all the auditions, all that kind of stuff is always on Facebook. So that just became my number one tool. Yeah. I do take times going through your questions. I do go on detox. You know this from Facebook. Um, You've actually done way more detoxes than I have. Yeah. And, I, and I want to do to do them. But so much of my stuff is tied to, to it. It's almost impossible i've had to in 2020 i want i'm gonna be really honest my level of detoxing has been big i detox like every other week every two weeks or so but partly especially when the whole blm thing was happening it just my spirit was just so beaten down i think social media has this thing where it shows you just you know, if you're around like-minded people, it's hard to see the world for what it is. Yeah. But, you know, Facebook, it reaches everybody, you know, and so you can see a little bit and hear a bit from everyone. And so when I'm hearing people say, like, Ahmaud Arbery is, you know, he deserved it, or Breonna Taylor was a drug mule, and, you know, she got what she got, came for mm. because she was part of that life. Or yeah. When I start hearing, like, seeing things like that, it... I have to take a break from all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it really was impacting me. Like I was, like I was feeling way more depressed. Absolutely. Way, like I was just struggling, and I was like, with COVID and everything happening, I needed to yeah, not I, be impacted by that. And I, I think also, social media makes us do makes us feel lonely, right? Because it makes us feel good, and also makes us feel lonely. You think about it with the pandemic, we really can't go out and be around our friends Absolutely. like we normally would be. So we rely very heavily, heavily on the interaction with our friends and family. And so when you don't see them or you don't talk to them, you do kind of feel lonely. You feel disconnected. So it's like, okay, let me go and, so you engage and talk, engage. Media. You know, and so it definitely plays a factor. I think my favorite at this point, my favorite app is TikTok. Without without shot of a doubt. Because um, I have a massive following. I'm at 13,000 followers now on TikTok. Hey. And so, ball, I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. But I really like TikTok because of the, it's very. It's a very fun app. Like, most of the videos you're watching, uh, it's people dancing or doing comedy yeah, or doing things like, that's silly. Lighter. Yeah, and I love it because people who are struggling with something or as a very tight-knit community where someone is not afraid to post hey i'm having a bad day i'm feeling sad or i need help people will like will go in the comments and help uplift them you right. know and i really appreciate, appreciate that. that um like i said I, I don't really i made an effort to cut back 
on all the other apps because I don't really want to be on social media. But to build the Jay Noetic brand, to build the Altino Shea brand, you have to. You have to do so it. So I have some fun, fascinating facts okay. that kind of go to social media addiction. Um, okay, so social media addiction affects 210 million people worldwide. 200, how much? 210 million people worldwide. Mm. Considering that majority of our, you know, the con- the world yeah. doesn't have reliable internet access, that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, still a Social lot. media addiction effects include sleep disruption among four in 10 young adults in the U.S. Mm. So four out of 10 actually are getting their sleep disrupted due to social media addiction. That's why they they, they have the blue light feature on the phone to to, to help try. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, did you talk about the digital well-being? I think you did. Mm-hmm. And that's why they added that stuff because they know it's a problem. It's an, it's, issue. it's an issue. So you should definitely be more aware of that stuff. 90% of young adults in the U.S. actively use social media. Generation Z spends the most time on social media, averaging Mm. two hours and 55 minutes per day. 50% of people use social media while driving. Let's go to our phone right now. Let's go to to Facebook. And let's see what our digital well-being, well, live for us, not live for the sippers. Okay. And see what our, our, our time is for Facebook. Where is it? It's in settings, right? It's in settings, yeah. Let me find my settings. So settings... Uh, we have the same phone. Was it scroll down to digital well-being and parental controls? And so, hmm. So Facebook. I'm clicking on Facebook. Today's the thirtieth as we record this. First, what day we want to look at? Let's look at yesterday. How much screen time did you have yesterday? I had an hour and seven minutes on Facebook. Hold on, mine isn't showing. I had nine minutes on Facebook. Wow, only nine minutes yesterday? Okay, what about the 28th? On the 28th. How you only have nine minutes? Okay, low key, my phone is kind of fucked up. I don't trust that. No, it's literally my phone is messed up. Uh, and so I can only use my stylus pen to. What if you screenshot it? Can you screenshot it? Would it show you a different? Uh, no, I'm, what I'm saying is I haven't been on it so much because uh, my, my screen is messed up. So uh, it's been not making a sense, making sense to go on to look at it to look at it because I can uh, only use my screen with my stylus. So she said nine minutes. So it's probably more like so an not, hour. No, I oh. literally didn't look because my phone's messed up. But okay. If we look at next last week, we'll probably be back. Okay, go back to last week. Let's see. Okay, last week I'm looking at the twenty first. Okay. I was at forty two minutes on Facebook, an hour on an hour and fifteen on Instagram. So I was an hour and seven minutes on Facebook on the twenty first. Instagram's not even on mine. Doesn't even register. It doesn't even register. Um, Three TikTok. minutes on Snapchat, and I was not on TikTok at all. Um, I'm gonna need you to hop on that. <laughs> I know. I'm on TikTok more than anything, but so I think it's good to pay attention to that. So, the uh, so way you uh, sippers, if you have an Android phone, especially if you have a Samsung phone, especially. Um, Samsung's have a feature in the settings called digital well-being. Yeah, you can just type it into your. 
um, search bar, you know, for your apps, and it'll come up. And then digital well-being, it'll tell you exactly how much hours you spend on each app. Uh, and then it allows you to also put timer restraints on certain apps um, to help manage your your addiction so when when an individual gets a notification such as a like or mention their brain receives a rush of dopamine and sends sends it along the reward path like i said earlier right so social media provides an endless amount of immediate rewards in the form of attention from others reinforcement making people desire likes retweets and emotion reactions do you think if we turned off all the notifications on our phone that it would change the way we feel about social media. Not saying you have to delete the apps. Yeah. Just turn off the notifications that someone liked to post, that someone commented, that someone did whatever. I've done that. So I've removed um, many of the notifications. Mm. Like some of them you don't really need. It'd be like people you may know. I don't need to know that. Yeah. Right? Like, so I removed, so I only get notified now is if someone has tagged me in a post in a post or reply mm. uh i have not removed all notifications i i know i've unfollowed stuff if someone makes a comment on my post i i get a notification but i recently just even on tiktok decided to take off the push notification for comments on my videos because mm. um, i do think that if we when you see, it, it's hard not to engage. It's not. Yeah, hard or, not or to. you hear you hear the, you hear the notification sound. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me go look. So I do think that if we just silence the notifications, that it would be it would make it easier to not always want to go and look at your phone. Yeah. Right. I think we have the breakout. I think it's easy quicker if you just delete, delete the app. It would be a quicker break from it. Right. right. But unrealistic. But unrealistic for the most part. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to lose weight. In order to do that, I'm going to stop drinking all this sugar. It's so funny you because I, com- I actually, um, I compare social media to weight. Yeah. You know, in the sense that you have to manage it or it will manage you, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you are just blindly using your social media, not at all paying attention to how many times you use it or how much times you're going in or responding, yeah. it's really easy to get to excessive, right? Especially in 2020 where... Our social interactions are very, very limited, um, and we're kind of, you know, in this very lonely, very scary, very um, emotionally intense. I mean, 2020, like the amount of emotions that are happening right now, it's crazy. People are still riding over Breonna Taylor and not getting justice. We still have people who are um, fighting for, you know, just the basic of BLM. We have... Uh, the presidential election going on and all the microaggressions against Kamala Harris. And um, we have, you know, Trump doing his damnedest and hardest to make us as divisive as possible. And it's working for the most part. It is. And I mean, it's just like every time I turn around, there's just it feels like this is the reckoning. I mean, California is on fire hmm. right now. They've been burning for a while, burning too. Burning for a hot minute. And our president refuses to provide aid because, you know, California is normally a blue state. Yeah. You know, it's just like the craziest stuff has been happening this year that stress is at an all-time high. And social media is an easy way to take your brain off and disconnect. Yeah, and, it, and it's an easy way to make you more more, you know, more addicted. More, more, more connected, more addicted. So I think 2020 
being a year that it was has actually led to a led me to be quicker to disconnect from all the social media because I was so mentally exhausted from everything that's going on. Uh, and so for me, I really got tired of the same political arguments on social media. I got tired of seeing another black man killed or black women killed. I got tired of the Trump supporters saying whatever the fuck they want to other human beings, right? And I said, you know what? I just need a break yeah. from this. And so I've been trying really hard to do better at that. And I and I found, I think most people would testify to this, Sippers, that when you actually cut back your time on social media, you find that you can be more productive oh in, in other areas of your life. And not even productive like with work or things, but you also realize that you start connecting in healthy ways because yeah. you start reaching out to your actual friends, yeah. you know, through Messenger or video chat. And like you, I, The minute I start cutting back social media, I tend to get more involved with my actual relationships. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I actually get, if I've gotten closer because of cutting back on social media. I, I understand why I would. Mm -hmm. I've always kind of just been like uh, in my own world in general. I'm not, I don't talk on the phone a lot in general. All right. Um, I'll do a Marco Polo video here and there with someone interacting, but and that's another thing. Like we only we, we only think about social media platforms, but there's so many other apps that WhatsApp. continue to give us screen time on the phone. Marco Polo, yeah, what's apps? Uh, Marco Polo, uh, FaceTime. Like even though you are getting to see people, that's still a moment where you're in front of a screen, yeah, doing something. Where I'm, I'm sure you're getting some kind of notifications. Um, so we're we'll talking about users really quick. Mm -hmm. So Facebook has 2.271 billion users. Instagram has 1 billion users. YouTube has 1.8 billion users. WhatsApp has 900 million users. LinkedIn has 562 million users. Uh, Twitter being 326 million in users and Snapchat being 186 million. So Facebook still has the most? Facebook still has the most by more than double. Mm. Yeah, I think, which is crazy to think. I noticed it in your stats you read earlier that Generation Z has the most uh, uh, screen time. But I also think that since they were raised on it, that they handle it better. And the people that are typically probably really bothered by it are older generations, people, our parents and grandparents who may be following certain blogs and Facebook groups that's causing them to create this divide in our culture. So, I mean, that's crazy that Facebook has so many users still, because I feel like less and less people are on Facebook, but clearly... That is not the case. Facebook has been the road dog for, I mean, it's been the longest Forever. standing one. Before Facebook, there was MySpace, but Facebook has been going longer than Instagram, been going longer than Twitter, been going long, longer than most yeah. of them. And so that would make sense to me. Plus the way Facebook started, Facebook started as an exclusive thing where it was just college students. And so I remember everybody in college used to enroll I mean, in face, it. Facebook was the TikTok. 
Yeah, you could only you know? get in if you were a college student. That's true. You had to use your college student ID, if you guys remember that. And so it was like a huge thing if you were yeah. like, especially your freshman year. Yeah. You definitely enrolled to find out what was popping on the quad or whatever the case was. And there's been so many social media platforms that have come and gone and didn't make it. I mean, you remember collegeclub.com? You ever remember oh College Club? God, I don't even remember. I do remember Black Planet. Black Planet, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, you know? AOL itself. It's been, AOL has been around for so long. So so I think we both can agree that part of the severe human disconnect and lack of interpersonal and lack of interpersonal skills are a de- direct reflection. Let's talk about that. I are, have yeah. noticed a huge uh, issue, especially when dating with people not being able to people being socially awkward i feel like yeah, people way are more, way more socially way awkward more. now than ever and like, i think social media platforms and social, it's, a, it's a, a strong correlation between the two and it's crazy because you'll go on their social media and they will be the wittiest motherfuckers mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. i mean just funny just hilarious yeah but then in person, you realize they that... They lame as fuck. Yes. Which is weird. The wit that comes in social media takes a lot more time than you would give it credit. Like, they are not yeah. that in person. Or even if they are in person, they might just have a lot of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because I'll, you know, be talking to people and I'll be like... I just, it's just like certain things that I'm just think I think are obvious that yeah. you don't talk about, like that they'll talk about. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like I can't tell you how many times I've gone on a date with people and all they talk about is their past relationships, mm-hmm. which is to me obvious that's something you don't. You do. don't talk about. I mean, right. it's okay to have someone ask you a question about it, but you don't continue to bring it up. You don't you talk know? about it for two hours, right? Or but like I'll see that regularly and yeah. routinely, and to me it's almost like a bragging because they want to show you the pictures of their exes too. That's the mm. fun part too. That's that's so a, it's like that's a weird flex. It's a weird flex, but yeah. it's like they need to show you that they're on your level, I guess, mm. by showing you who the last person that they were with. I don't know. That's weird. But lots of like social awkwardness. Yeah, I found that a lot of people can have a conversation online, but cannot have a conversation in person. Do you think this is why people don't like to talk on the phone now? Mm, yeah, I think. I think we have bad time management skills. Everyone thinks they're super busy, so they can't make time for an hour phone call or whatever. But I do think social media plays a factor in it because it's easy. You can think about your thoughts yeah. on social media and, and say whatever you want and give time. And then, But in person, you need to be able to listen and have some kind of correlation or something you can add to the conversation follow it, and yeah. follow it. And so many people don't know how to do that. Or so many people are so rely, rely so heavily on social media that they just don't they just they they do not work through the insecurities that they have they don't go out they don't talk to people that's shy they they feel like they're being judged or being looked at and i'm just like yo i would tell people all the time i'm funny as hell online yeah right but i'm a writer yeah like i like to write things out i like to think things out in person i'm not telling jokes Right. Like, You're uh, funny, but it's not like I'm joking about Yeah. Something. It's just like you being silly. Being silly or like if I'm with my friends, we having whatever, then yeah, I can be funny, but I'm not the I'm not the dude who's gonna walk up on you and tell you a joke and make you <laughs> Right. That's not me. You know what I mean? And so but I know how to converse. Yeah. And I think uh our generation and, and older, we were lucky enough to be able to develop those skills. Yeah. Prior to the big surge in social media interaction. Do you remember, and this is a non-existent for my nephew, which I, I was talking to him the other day and I couldn't believe it, but I was just like, he didn't even know what I was talking about. Do you remember Kaken? You remember Kaken on the phone? 
caking, uh, like la- not laughing, but like uh, macking. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like so back in back in our generation, back when we was young, yeah, you know, it was like you used to try to hide the phone from your mama and daddy. You'd uh, be sneaking to yeah. talk to your, <laughs> your crush. Like it was like you would do the most to just get on the phone to talk to somebody. Yeah. And now this the generation below us, they don't do that at all. My my nephew, we were talking, we were joking about somebody caking on the phone. He was like, caking, what is that? Mm-hmm. He didn't understand what it was. And we we're like, you know, when you first start talking to someone, you're on the phone with them all the time and they're like no not at all okay. yeah cause, cause literally that's completely cut out now because their interaction is through the apps and through texting and that's Insane. it and it's so much of a human disconnect because it's we are so auditory much. people it's like one of our senses yes. you know and so i remember being able to just be happy hearing the sound of the voice of the girl I was interested in it, you know? And that's when you really got to know them. It's like, you didn't get to know them when you were passing notes, you know, in school. It was like, when y'all got on the phone, that's when y'all would talk about, like, the real things. Mm -hmm. Like, what their dreams are, what they, what they feeling, what they like, what they don't like, who mama, you know, like, did such and such, and who messing with you. Like, that's when you really got to know the person. So it's like, we're keep jumping the really get to know the person stage, you know? Mm -hmm. And then wonder why we're having such communications uh, issues in relationships. People don't know how to talk. They don't know how to communicate. And I think it's, I think it's, I think it's good. Like I don't want to be one of those people where it's just bad mouth new technology. I'm not saying that because I think a balance is, is needed, right? Yes. There's sometimes where I just want to text. I don't want to have a phone conversation. Right. Sometimes it's easier. You know? like for me at work, I'm texting the boo because I can't talk to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I social media is definitely a problem. Can you remember a time you vaguely said something about it? But can you remember a time where you were out and about? And met up with someone who was dope online, and it's just weird as fucking. Oh person. my god, yes! And let me tell you, online you were excited about the meeting. Fire. Yeah, like online, he was funny, he was articulate, he understand points and principles and policies, mm. and like you could converse with him really about like you know a lot of the topics. Yeah, and then once I realized once like I was meeting up with him online. Um, outside on dates and I realized he was doing like you know I would bring a topic up and mm-hmm. I thought that he was well versed in it in reality you know you have the ability to, to search don't tell me he googled it. don't tell me he googled yes. he googled li- like he live googled yes and so when we're in person <laughs> oh, you don't have that ability yeah. unless yeah, yeah. you're rude and you're on your phone the whole time yeah so it's like if I'm trying to talk to you about policies or politics and because I thought that that was something that was in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. and then I realized you don't really they know this, this stuff. ain't really about you you was just responding but like pulling from quick other, new yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely exposed him yeah and i was like okay well maybe he was just trying to it does make you feel like this person's a fraud a it little does bit. so i'm just like bit. it automatically sets you off a little bit because i'd rather you just be like politics ain't my joint yeah you know like okay cool yeah. that's not it's not for everybody i get it right you know and then he was also very aware of his look and my look you know like you know how I feel about being a trophy. Oh, yeah. You don't like feeling like a trophy. Oh, child. Y'all know it. It triggers the shit out of Sometimes me. Sometimes you just gotta step into it. Be like, okay, I'm a trophy for this moment. It's right. All right. I mean, I'm more comfortable with a trophy if they value other parts of it. Absolutely. Me, right? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? But, like, it was all like, oh, we should take a picture. We would look so fly, like, in this background. It was like everywhere we went, he wanted to take a picture. And I'm like, I, I don't like that at all. I don't all. know you. 
Like, I'm not trying to take a pictures because you ain't trying to claim me on nothing. Because mm. I ain't trying to claim you on nothing. Yeah. And so it was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, we can do it on my phone. I have really good, you know. So I, like, deleted all the pictures. He was like, he's like, send them. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll send them. Never but sent like, them. Every time we went someplace, he was like, oh, my God, this will just, your skin tone. and Wow, he was like that? Oh, no. Yes, and then he would take, like, you know, I, I guess I'm used to more manly men because I'm used to men, like, a one and done kind of picture. Yeah. No, he was like a woman. He was like taking pictures yeah, with my like, girls. It was yeah. like, ooh, that's a bad angle. Let's. Nah, that's too much. And I was like, oh. I actually dated a woman like that who, like, she would want to take pictures all the time. And I'm not against taking pictures. Me like, either. let's take not pictures. At all. But every moment, you got to take a picture and then we got to take 10 pictures for the right angle. It was a turn off. Yeah. It and was a turn off. I like, this is how I approach pictures. If I go somewhere, I want to take pictures in the very beginning. Right? Yeah. First of all, you look the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, you know, things are still like trickling down. You haven't fully gotten dra- drunk yet, right? Or yeah. whatever. Like, I want to take pictures in the very first 30 minutes. Why you there? And then I am putting my phone down. Yeah. And I'm just going to enjoy the moment, enjoy the being, enjoy the company. Yeah, I think that's definitely how it should be. Because so many times we just we want to take pictures to post to social media, and why we do why do we do that? Because we want the likes, exactly. we want the we want the hearts, we want the comments. Oh, it's so beautiful! It's like you know what? Take the pictures, and that's something I have to do work for myself. Is like when I take the pictures, not be so quick to want to upload them. Oh yeah, yeah. just Stash take them and hold them, and Stash then when you get home later, post them up. I noticed this when I started traveling a lot. So I was traveling. And by the way, I've decided from next year what I'm traveling. You got to do it, too. Oh, yeah. What is that? So you guys know for my birthday, I've been doing the seven world wonders. Mm -hmm. But obviously, because of COVID, it's been crazy. So and I believe France is closing down right now because of COVID, which is my big concern is that if I do make international plans, things are going to get closed down. And countries are now starting to close down again. As we know, COVID rates have been spiking all across the world. And so I'm not going to do um, the seven worlds again this next 2021. Okay. Instead, I'm going to look at the wonders in the U.S. I'm down for that because most of that's nature stuff. Yes. So Yellowstone, Niagara Falls, Grand Canyon. I'm down for Grand Canyon. Um, Grand Canyon's actually an expensive trip, though. Yes. It's I've not seen cheap that. at all. Right. I've yeah. heard it. I was like, let's just, you know. Let's... Yellowstone would be dope, though. Yellowstone would be dope. Niagara would be dope. There's this beautiful, um, I forgot the name of it, but this beautiful waterfall in Seattle, Washington mm. that's like just dream city. Okay. So I want to focus more on. Our own backyard. States. Yeah, my own backyard. And I'm down enjoying for that. what they have here. And I like hiking, I like outdoors. Yeah. And so, you know, Rena's already in. The yeah. crew's already getting locked in on it. So I'm yeah. down. I'm yes. down for it. So let's talk real quick TV addiction. Okay. TV addiction and news addiction, because that's all part of media as well. Absolutely. So do you think addiction to the tube is the real thing? Like, because there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of people out there, a lot of, there's no stats to back up the fact that TV, watching TV is addiction. But we could go and binge watch an entire weekend of a TV show and not think anything of it. Netflix is a problem. Netflix is a problem. I used to always say that my worst like life would be coming home from work every day, sitting in front of the TV, watching TV, eating, going to sleep, and rinse and repeating. Yeah. And like this has become my 2020. It's like my worst reality. Cause come true. Come mm-hmm. true. Because I just feel like that's not really living your life. If you come home every single day after work and watch TV and then go to sleep... You, you've kind of wasted those hours, yeah. right? Because 
I think TV is supposed to be like. I a, love good TV shows. Though. Me There's too. So many good shows out right now. I know, but it's supposed to be like a. It's any, everything with balance. And I yeah. think it's really easy to not have balance when it comes to TV. Like, how much are you going on walks? How much are you out in nature? When's yeah. the last time you seen a sunset or a sunrise? It's true. When's the last time you walk with you and your homies in you know maybe a tumbler of wine? And the homies t- not doing no tumbler of wine. No, the homies a not tumbler of Hennessy. Right? <laughs> like, you know, y'all just walking and chilling. I recently went on a yesterday. I went on this long walk with a friend, and it was so nice. And it was just like catching up and talking. Yeah. And, it was such a good moment. I was like, the alternative would have been me coming home and watching TV. TV. Yeah, I definitely think it's an issue. And then, and I think a lot of times we just think about like the TV tube. Yeah. But you think about it, there are TV apps on every network has an app, every and the network. app is on the phone. And so, if you're on your phone watching TV or watching the show, you same are technically thing. the same thing. Same thing. And so I do think TV is an addiction. Um, and I'm not going to talk too much shit about because I love TV. I can't help it. But I do. I remember. Funny, especially right now where you're supposed to be social distancing. I remember this one guy who said it was like a customer or some sort. This was back back in like 2004. He, I, he didn't have it. He was getting cable installed. This was back when I was a cable installer. And I was like, I was installing internet. And I said, you don't, you don't have cable? He was like, no, nah, I don't watch I don't watch TV. I was like, oh, it was, I was like tw- probably 22. I was like, why is, why is that? He was like, why should I? Uh, watch TV. Why should I pay these people who are already making money? Why could be making my own money, not watching them, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? That's, it's a white. Yes, it's, it makes sense. Like but you're I watching TV that. and paying them. Do you remember that back in the day? Like I remember back in the day that being more common. People who didn't even have TVs yeah. or didn't have cable or anything hooked up, like they never actually watched TV. And I feel like I that's do. I do. Gone away. I do. Well, I do think that you're seeing more of a, cu- a cable cut and people going more to. Yeah, uh, streaming, it's, you know, it's a cable cut, yes, but it's not. It's the same thing as cable. Same thing. It's Netflix I am um, Disney Plus and. So my my way of trying to combat a little bit of too much TV watching is I refuse to put a TV in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and I've done that for the last ten years. I I do not have a TV in my bedroom. I only have I have one TV, and that's in the living room. Yeah. And when I'm in the bedroom, it's only it's only a couple of things going down in hey, the bedroom. Hey, hey, a lot hey. of talking. <laughs> but yeah, and then think about the news. I think a lot of times the, the huge divide in culture that we have is because people go on social media and they only interact in the Facebook groups that are uh, that relate to the narrative that they want to believe in. Yeah. And then they go home and then they watch the same news uh, channel or outlet. That is catering to that narrative as well. Yeah, we live in an echo chamber. So yeah. we create a chamber and then we put the things that we like in it. And so it just echoes over and over and over and over again. If yeah. you're a hotep, all you're getting is hotep stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, if you are into finance, you're going to get all your stuff is going to be finance based and finance focused mm. and, and same on, you know? Yeah, so I would just say to the sippers, if you are going to watch or believe in a certain narrative, and you can't cut you can't cut back as much as you would like to, then at least try to open your 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 consciousness to other news information that exists that is counter of the narrative that you already believe. It's easy to find information that you that you believe in UFOs. You can find that easily. Yeah. But maybe UFOs don't exist. Let me, let me go read some stuff about that. You know what I mean? So just be aware of your social media addiction that I think Unless you are a senior citizen, you probably have some kind of social media addiction 
Absolutely. To TV and media in general. Listen, if it just if it makes you pause to just delete those apps off your phone, that should tell you everything you need to know. For sure. What we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. Yo, well, let me give you a little advice. What? All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our unsolicited advice. I actually have a really good one. Okay. Um, today that I I feel like I was kind of on the fence on how to. Why, why are we going to defense about it? How to accurately um, respond to this one. Hold on. All right, so <clears throat> it goes. All right, guys, I need some insight. And this is coming from Jamie Clay. What up, Jamie? And she goes, I have been dating this guy for about seven years. He has two kids that I absolutely adore, and they feel the same about me. Mm. The problem is the ex-wife. Mm. She's a drug addict who is always calling him when she needs something. She doesn't see the kids, but maybe once a year. I know he doesn't have feelings for her, but he runs to her aid every time she calls. He says he does it for the kids, which might be true. Mm. But if we have plans and she calls, he takes off, leaving me alone and pissed. It doesn't happen often, but it still bothers me. Am I being selfish? Maybe jealous? I don't know. Any advice? That's a hard. Uh, I think it is a little selfish because I could see if it was happening like all the time. And she's a little, she, she kind of counters herself. Mm-hmm. At one point, she says that he always runs off to her, but then she says it doesn't happen that often, like once a year. Well, I think the always is that anytime she calls, he mm-hmm. always goes. Right, so I yeah. think always is, is that. But you know, if if you are dating someone, you want them to be a good-hearted person, and the mother of your kids, mm. most people probably don't want to see them in bad shape. Yeah, but you know they're what I mean? also putting them all, their own self in that predicament, in that situation, right? Like, the, the mother doesn't see the kids, right? So it's not like the kids are going to be witnessing mom being crazy. But I mm. understand you wanting to try to preserve her as much as problem. As yeah, possible. because the kids at one point, when they get older, they're going to want to see mama and talk to mama. And so if you can, if you only can do a little bit to try to preserve yeah. your their, their mother... I don't. I don't think. I don't see it as a huge problem, though. Like I feel like maybe she has some some. So here's more issues there. I have talked to him many many times about this. Last night, um, as a matter of fact, today was my first day off in 13 days. We had plans for last night and today. Mm. He tells me that I need to quit being jealous. The kids don't even want her around. And she ends up spending two to three days up there. I told him I think about how he would feel if roles reverse. He never said a word. So she's mm, the, my, that's a problem. My problem that's is, a problem. And I'm sorry. I don't care. I, I don't care if it is selfish. He she still needs to be a priority. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, and who the the girlfriend? Jamie Clay. Yeah. 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 yeah for They've sure. Been for together sure. For seven years, she's in your kid's life. You know, she's firmly in your life. Yeah. For sure. As the woman of your life, you can't cancel. It's one thing if you don't have plans with her and wife ex wife calls. Yes, go. But if you have plans with her, you can't you can't randomly quit, quit uh, cancel those cha- or change those plans. That's disrespectful. Yeah, you can't drop those plans. Yeah. and expect that she's going to be okay with it. I think that's really what she's kind of coming yeah. to is that. Listen, I don't mind. I don't think that they have something going on. I don't even think it's anything like that. But I can't be optional. No, I agree. I agree that he shouldn't. I I dated a, a woman who. Whose family always got in the way of our plans. Like we always had something going on, 
And the family had so much drama going on that she felt like she was a centerpiece that kept the family together. And so she always had to change our plans or cancel our plans. And maybe in this case, maybe he feels like he's the last piece uh, to keeping his, his ex-wife from dying or whatnot. And right. so... Uh, but that's but, not his responsibility. And that's the thing. Uh, I'm not going to say it's not his responsibility. It's not. It's never anybody else's responsibility. I think sometimes people because they are who they are hmm. want to I agree it's not his responsibility period but because of who we are Nate naturally we don't want to see people pass away right right he just needs to do a better job at understanding the priority list right. and for someone who like she said she had she just had a short, a short, short amount of time off and he changed the plans like no you need to make yeah, that shit happen like the first day in, in two weeks that she gets off and they have plans and he cancels because He's gonna go see the ex-wife, you know, and her drug. I'm curious. So I'm curious. Like, what what, he, what is he doing when he goes to help her though? Like, what? How is he helping her? Which is which, which would be my question, because I don't. I guess it's not money, you know. I, but it's maybe more, it is. It might be money. It might be, you know, getting her clean, like getting her, getting her physically clean. Yeah, let's be real. Um, when you, when getting you, her food. When you love someone, that when you fall in love with someone, you love someone. That love just just not does not go away just no, because they are a drug addict or they got issues. Right, you, know? you always will have love for them, but at what point does your does your love for the new chick, not even the new chick, because she's been there seven years, but you know your current chick, when does that outweigh the ex love? I would be more concerned that he does have feelings for her at this point, because to to just literally drop everything all the time. Every time she calls, that to me is abnormal. And I've dealt with people, multiple people who've had relation, you know, relationships with people who were addicts. Yeah. And they don't, you don't do that. Because at some point it's enabling. They know that every time they need you, they can just call you and you'll come. And so they put themselves sometimes in situations that they really shouldn't because they know they have an out. Yeah. Jamie, I say just keep talking to that man, but I also think you need to tell him like that he lay down the law. Yeah, lay, lay down the lay law. Down the you law. have to be a priority. You deserve to be a priority. You deserve to like be able to make plans with your man and him actually does stick with those. I mean, we're not even gonna talk about them being together for all these years and Ooh, child. <laughs> we're gonna leave that part alone. We're gonna leave that, we're gonna leave that alone. alone. We're gonna leave that alone. But what I will say is sis, you need to make sure that you, I don't think you're asking for too much to be to be made a priority. All right, here's another one that's kind of like in that gray area or complicated. Okay. So my child's mother was evicted from her apartment. I didn't want her and my son out in the street. My wife said I could bring my son, but not his mother. I didn't want them to, I didn't want to break them up. So I let them both stay. Now my wife isn't speaking to me. Am I wrong? Yes. Hold on. Say that again. Okay. My child's mother was evicted from her apartment. Oh, okay. COVID okay. streets. COVID okay. life care. Gotcha. I didn't want her and my son out in the street. My wife said I could bring my son, but not his mother. I didn't want to break them up, so I let them both stay. Now my wife isn't speaking to me. Was I wrong? Yes. That's my answer. Yes, you were wrong. I don't... I'm sorry, mm. but it is never okay to bring your ex into your home with your new if she yeah. is in agreement of that it's one thing like if she was arguing, she's not in agreement yeah yeah if she's arguing about the son that'd be completely different but she's not she says bring the son what she says is hell no to you bringing your ex so the son stays with the mother full time well, and 
Yeah, some degree. And they got evicted mm-hmm. because they had nowhere to go. Right. And so the, she was okay. Well, he brought her and the kid. That's just bad. That's bad. Like, you were asking for yeah. drama. Yeah, you were just... asking for issues. But also, you're being really disrespectful to your wife. I yeah. would take that as a woman as being really disrespectful because... Granted, I, I understand that you don't want her to be evicted, but she's a grown woman, and when you guys split up, you guys decide to kind of go your separate ways. Yeah. Now, you do have a kid in common, so there still needs to be something there for that, which I think is you bringing the child into the home, you know, is fine. I, I think anybody can argue against that, but you bringing your ex into your but new person. If house, there's no, if there's no love there and nothing but, there. But that's the argument, right? Like yeah. you just said, if you ever fell in love with someone, there's the love is always the there. love is always there. Right. I would say, I guess I would say, and I I think he is wrong in this instance, but playing devil's advocate, I personally. First, I would have a conversation with my wife about it. I would say, look, I don't want, even though it's just my ex, out of the kindness of my heart, I don't want her to see her out in the street. Like, I would never want to see anyone out on the street, period. Right? right? Especially if there's no bad blood between us. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be you can be happy, happily co-parenting, mm-hmm. right? And so, if there's no bad blood, and there's never been any issue or strife between my ex and my current wife, then I would want to try to do the right thing. But I would definitely 100% run it past my wife and if she said no, then I'm not going to bring my no. wife into it, you know? It's a no. Because yeah. at the end of the day, the house that you live in is shared b- between you and her. That's your home between you and your wife. Yeah, and that's be awkward. It'd be an awkward situation. Yes, and you introducing your ex jump off into your home with you and your wife is a problem if she's not okay with that. Yeah, and does she not have anyone else she can go to? I'm saying, listen, you know? even if she doesn't, she had to figure something out anyways, right? And now you've relieved the burden of the kid. So it's just her she has to think about. And the, and the ex-wife really should not even have accepted that invitation anyway. She should have been like, you know what? No, I'm good. Just take care of the son. I got a place to go. I can I can take care of it, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah, I would not want to be in that situation. So... He's like, am I wrong? What the? What kind of yeah. question? Your wife told you not to, and like, I mean, to me, that's just like and he still did it anyway. He you wanted, you wanted drama. Yeah, you wanted like, drama. You're asking for drama. You're at, you disrespected your wife. And the that's that whole man of the house thing. I'm a man of the house. I'm paying. Maybe he's paying all the bills. I'm providing. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. The thing about it is, you know, in the same breath, right? Because a lot of times people ask women to do things that they men would not do, right? Yeah. Like you to be the bigger person. Um, you know for a fact that she couldn't have her old nigga up in the house. Oh hell no! Like hell no. you know, Mm-mm. it would just not be a thing. Because then, what happens when I'm not there? That's the exact same all, thing exactly. that's happening for her. Exactly. All the right? thought and nothing might not be going on. Nothing might not but be all, going but on. But the, the thoughts are there in the back of your head. It's like, I'm not home and they're home together. Like, I don't want, no. What's going on with that? Yeah. They have a little family together no matter what happens. The babe, the son's coming to hug her, coming to hug him. It's all cute. What the fuck are you doing there? Yeah. I mean, if people are going to cheat, they're going to cheat. You can't stop that in general. But you don't want to invite. You don't want it more easier for that. Yeah, so you don't want to invite that into such a sacred place. Yeah, so he's definitely. He was definitely wrong for that. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite segment. It should be your most most favorite because it's just you this week. And all you got to do is guess the name of these songs. Factity, facty, facts. I'm going to win this week. (laughs) You have no choice. I have no choice. Well, I made you could not get any of them right. 
All right, Sippers, it is time for That Sounds About Right, a.k.a. That Sounds Familiar, where I play typically six songs for the table, but today it's just L, so I'm going to play seven songs for her to try to guess who they are. So technically, she's playing against you, Sippers, so you need to know the name of the song or the name of the artist uh, for for these. Um, These songs range from, typically, all Tino Shade range from 80s to current day. All right, you can find these songs on all Tino Shade's Spotify playlist. We do not own these songs. We do not have any rights to these songs. We just love these songs and the artists who created them. So please go stream them, go play them, go share them on the streaming service of your choice. This first song, L, came out in 2017. 2017. The weekend? No. I don't need no fraud. Nicki Minaj. Correct. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. What happened to Nicki? She done I think she done you think she done done? Uh-uh. I don't think she's done either, but um, I think her style is maybe done with, though. She's going to have to change her style of rapping in order to maintain her a level of relevance, I think, though. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, like, I still listen to that Monster song, and it still hit. I still Monster think- still have Monster was so long ago, though. I know, but it's still the same style of rapping that she's doing now. I just think, I think anytime you have an artist like that, when they first start off and they're hungry, it's always a little bit better than when yeah, they get true. comfortable. And so I think she just needs to get to a place of hunger again, or she needs to reinvent herself. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's gonna have to reinvent herself. Or she I think. just has to, you know, like she doesn't do Roman anymore. Remember, like yeah. she used to have multiple personalities. And, yeah, like, Roman, and you knew if Roman was on the track, because she, she can actually rap. She can. She can she, actually rap. She can rap. She got bars. She got bars. She I think she. Bars. I think she can rap better than Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion absolutely. can actually rap pretty good. Absolutely. All right. Next song came out. Actually, 2020. 2020. I'm gonna try to skip ahead of it just a little bit. Here we go. Nelly. Damn! Look at you. Yeah, Nelly. Really? Yeah. It sounds so much like him, though. It's like a country. It's Nelly featuring. Florida Georgia Line, so it's a country song. That country rap is kind of like be hitting a little bit though. High key, (laughs) be hitting. I mean, little little Nas, whatever his name was. He his one hit wonder was just. He had a couple. He had a couple hits. Um, This song's called "Little Bit." Nelly and Florida Georgia Line. All right, you batting two for two, two for two. All right, this next song came out twenty twenty as well. Where you at, Remy? I would have killed you this this time. Remy's in Houston right now. Maybe I talk too soon. Oh, it sounds familiar. Omarion? No. Trey Songz? No. Here she goes, Sipper. She'll go down the list of people she knows. Temptations? Temptations? It is the name of song is Temptations, so I'll give it to you. Who's the artist? Even though you already got it. It's, is it Bryson? No. Hey. Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. I was trying to find another no singer. singer. <laughs> it's a Ty, T.Y. Dolla Sign or Ty Dolla Sign. Called Temptation on his new album called uh, his new album 2020. This is actually featuring uh, Kid Cudi. 
All right. Leaf three. This one came out in 2020 as well. I like the way it starts already. Yeah, okay. You know her voice, huh? Yes. I must I'm not the biggest fan of Ariana Grande. I like the song though. I think she I think we will sleep on her. She yeah. really is good. Like she writes her own stuff. Does she? Mm-hmm. She her range is ridiculous. She just she does go towards more pop than like what we normally like listen to yeah she's definitely a pop artist i don't think uh, she's not r&b because she does more pop than anything but she was with big sean she was she was trending a little bit more black hip hip uh, black well, r&b hip-hop-ish. yeah hip-hop-ish all right all right i mean i'm super she she doing good right now but she is not going to get this one you know why super she's not going to get it because this one came out in 1992 you're just rude 19 you might though because it's a very popular song People have used this sample. The boom boom, just shake your rump. Is it shake your rump? Nope, that's not the name of the song. I do a zoom 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 in your boom boom. Just shake your rump. Ooh, is it Slick Rick? No. Is it what's the guy with the eye? Easy. I mean, no, it's Slick Rick. Slick Rick's the eye. It's not Slick Rick. Rum shaker. Yes, he, 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 he just told you. <laughs> he said it's called the rum shaker. <laughs> like, oh, wait, that's the name of it, I'm sure. It's yeah, uh, Rex and Effect. No, yeah, I was not Rex and Effect, but uh, Teddy Riley was the one that kind of this new Jack Swing beat. Mm-hmm. So it's called Rum Shaker, 1992. All right, you got it, you got it. Good job. It was a struggle, but you got it. Uh-uh, I got that. Uh, all right, this one came out, and I'm doing a couple extra since it's just you. This one came out in 2000. 2000. And I guarantee you're gonna get this one. This one I'm not gonna get, right? Let's take a long walk, Jill Scott. Yes, correct. I ain't had to hear her sing, honey. <laughs> this is the song. Everyone know. Knows, everyone knows that beat. This, how it starts. This intro is just so iconic. Let's take a long walk. It's I just love a, Jill Scott. It's just a, such a smooth, smooth beat, smooth song. All right, good job. I wish she would. I wish she would do a new, a new album. Me too. All right, last one, last one. This is super easy, L. Super easy. I know it came out before when you were still young. This came out in 1995, but I know you know it. They use this as a sample too. Everybody know this song. Pull the note before they start singing. But don't, don't. But don't, don't. Sippers know. I feel like they've used this sample on multiple songs. No. I doubt that you'll get the name of the artist, but try to get the name of the song. Warren G? No. What's the name of the song? Easy E? No. 
you're not going to get the artist. You have to be a super fan of this song when it came out in order to get it. But it's been played over and over again. It's a classic. So the artist is Lunez. L-U-N-I-Z. But what's the name of the song? That's what I said. What's the name of the song? Everyone knows it. I got five on it. What's the name of the song? I got five on it. Damn. At least I stumped you once. Good job. That's really shameful because my ringtone for like a whole half a year was that song. It should. But it was the um, Jordan Peele version of it. Uh, The creepy version. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to get that one. That was super classic. But you did good, though. You got six out of seven. Hey. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. All right, what we got? Take that, Mr. Mulatto. <laughs> he like, fuck you. <laughs> he like, I got that. I got that. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, oh, that's five. I got five on it. That's my shit. I know. All right, guys, let's get into what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your... Can I do our universal-ish? Sure, go ahead. I'm just taking your ish too. Our ish is that you go and fucking vote. <laughs> That's go not vote. my ish, but go ahead. Go vote. Yes. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. That's actually even, part of my final sip. Even. But actually, if you don't technically. By the time this comes out, it'll be vote. Vote was November third, right? Yeah. November November third is what a Tuesday. Oh damn! It is Tuesday. Yeah. I hope you voted. <laughs> if you didn't vote, yeah, and you are black, then you have taken people's sacrifices. You've taken people's lives for granted. People have died for you to be able to vote. If you are a woman and you don't vote, you are a POS because people have died, have given up their livelihoods, their life for you to vote. Even if you do not want to vote specifically for Donald Trump or Biden, that is fine. There are other candidates. There are other positions that are on that ballot that are equally as important. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. So I hope everyone voted. And since this is going to be after the election, Biden has won. (laughs) Yes, we can claim that. And so, you know, just tell your new, your little Trumper neighbor to go screw themselves. Go back into the hole they crawled out, crawled out the of. The thing about it, it's like, I'm keeping tabs. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm watching, I'm checking, absolutely. I'm peeping who's Trumpers. Because you can't walk this back. Can't walk it back. You're complicit you very proud of in you. racism. You're complicit in um, him and his womanist, his womanism ways. Like yeah. you're complicit in his complete and total bullshit, based off of either economical gain or because you really believe in his ideologies. But either way, to me, your your blood is on your hands just as bad as it is on his, and you will always be stained that way. Yeah. So that, that's gonna be that's gonna be my final sip. Well, I'll just talk about it now, so I won't have a final sip. Oh. But I agree. Same thing. Like. I, I don't well, The thing that bothers me the most Is not the fact that people don't want to vote for a president Look I, I get it you, I mean I don't like it But if you don't want to vote for a president You do think it's a corrupt system Based on that Fuck that's it That's stupid That's fine But my thing is this There are so many other things Like you said On that ballot That people complain About the law that exists But yet they you are not going to vote on the things that's on the ballot, there are local judges on there. There are amendments. There are laws that you can vote on that's on there that Hello. you are ignoring. Judges that you are ignoring. directly impact your life, your livelihood. Sheriffs directly impact your livelihood. Your house representatives directly yeah. impact your livelihood. They are the ones 
who create your world. Go and write somebody in if you don't want to vote for Trump or Biden. But at least or fill vote in. Or for Biden, please. Thank you. Or just fill in the other things that's in the ballot. But my issue, my issue is not that. I think it's a good issue. My issue is um, so almost similar to that, though. So my issue is white people speaking out against racism. So I posted a short clip um, on my TikTok, on TikTok, from a guy named John Bywin. Hey, John. John Bywin, who was speaking on the lie that invented race racism. So he was doing a TED Talk. And in the clip, he was speaking about what created the notion of race and how the race uh, idea was invented by white people. So I shared this clip. And then a lot of other white people on TikTok began sharing this clip as well. So I wanted to just play this really quick clip for you. Okay. So people can understand what it was. And, uh, All right, hold on. In particular to the white folks for a minute. Once we understand that people who look like us invented the very notion of race in order to advantage themselves and us, isn't it easier to see that it's our problem to solve it's a white people problem it is. i'm embarrassed to say that for a long time i thought of racism as being mainly a struggle for people of color to fight no nope. but now there are no sidelines we're all in it we are implicated and if i'm not joining the struggle to dismantle a system that advantages me I am complicit. And that's basically what it was. And right now it's like trending on, on TikTok. Um, and so I just thought, go watch, you know, the full TED talk uh, on there. Again, the name is John Bywin, B-I-E-W-E-N, almost like Joe Biden, but John Bywin. Um, and it's called The Lie That Invented Racism. And so, uh, yeah, so that's my ish. It's white people who are, who are stepping up and not being afraid to try to pull other white people into the right side of history. So, do, you, do you remember that teacher? I can't remember her name, but she's a known sociological. Um, um j- uh, j- I'm not talking about. J- so she had Jane her, White, yeah, Jane, something like that. She took her students and she separated them based on their eye color, and then she told them, you know, the ones with blue eye colors that they were inferior, and mm. the ones with brown eye colors that they were superior. That was a crazy video. And I watched it. And then she started like giving the people with brown eye collars a little bit more advantage, mm-hmm. right? And it was crazy to watch how quickly everyone got in line. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, brown eye people were talking shit about blue eye people. Oh yeah, yeah. Blue eye people were hating on brown. Eye. It was so crazy to watch how you literally can create these this social is- dynamics that don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and then people can actually take that on, and they become they become violent. Like these people were mad, screaming. People yep. were crying. It was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. So all about a lie invented by right white people. Mm-hmm. So that's my ish. White people stand up while speaking up against racism. All right. All right. So I don't have any final sips. The final sip was the, the voting. Do you have anything? No. If you didn't vote. But I guess it's too late. <laughs> too late. But we hope you did vote. Oh, I really hope you guys voted. If that, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. Bless you.